AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. 
Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel no. It's season eight. Episode 14 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Felonius Filth. Yup. And we've got Spooky. All right. How you doing, boys? I'm good. You re- buzzing. I'm buzzing. All I, the way to Wembley. I really... Where we <laughs> play every other week. Yeah, jeez. Um, I, I really love that game. I really enjoyed it. I, 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 I'm fun. not saying the sp- it's exactly that. And sometimes football can be fun. It so doesn't why have, not? It doesn't have to be a whitewash performance no. to, for everyone to be happy. Don't I'm, analyse anything. Just enjoy the game for what Windy, it was. was you listening? Fantastic game of football in the second half, certainly. Um, but more, more important, the most pressing thing before we come into the game is, is Gazigniga, <laughs> is he Spurs' oh. number two now? I'm getting fizzy in my knickers thinking about <laughs> um, Vaughn scares me. Um... And Gazzaniga arouses me, so... <laughs> there's, the, the gay for Gazzaniga campaign is fully up and running. Oh, man, it's in full swing. He's a good-looking boy. Very yeah. good. Looking. I had a dream about him. What, what happened in this uh, So I was in the changing room before a Champions League Obviously. game. Yep, and uh, I was talking to another goalkeeper who I thought was Gazzaniga. It wasn't. It was someone who wasn't very good-looking at all. Uh, and I was just talking to him, and... Uh, uh, and then someone pointed out that that's Gazzaniga over there, and I, I was too embarrassed to to instigate another conversation with another person called Gazzaniga. So <laughs> weird, isn't it? How dreams work. Um, yeah. So what 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 did you take from the game? I mean, because it was a strong side. Sissoko. I took nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than we we got through, it was entertaining. I love the I love the fact that Deli Ali. Scored a pen in normal time and, and, and scored the uh, winning pen yeah. uh, to, to win it's the destined, tie. Wasn't it? Yeah, it, it's it's like to echo the sentiments that that we've touched upon. It was a one-off, and yeah, at one point it was scenes and limbs when Lamella scored again. You thought yeah. perfect way to end the game. Great goal, and, well. and you thought, okay, it's going to go to pens now. I think I, I think I actually walked away from my stream. <laughs> In my head, I thought, if I do not watch this penalty shootout, we will win. 
Yeah. And I came back and we had won, so thank me. I have to, I have to face these things, man. But yeah. I don't know with these games, you can't read anything into it really. Um, the players who are coming in, coming back from injury, so like Wanyama, they're not that heavily, they're not that highly motivated. They just want to get through the game without getting hurt again. Um, same as Soko. But you know, I'm happy we won. Um, I don't know if it's a game that I live long in the memory. Maybe the second half and the penalty shootout, but um, I'm, will, I'm just happy we're through. I think it's just it, will, the game. it will linger for a bit and then be forgotten about, won't it? Well, yeah, until the next round. But yeah. um, I mean, Barcelona Spurs made a very, very good point last week in that um, obviously MK is a much maligned ground, but um, it's the last time we'll have a quote-unquote home game in a compact stadium. So I guess a lot of people who went there seem to enjoy it. Um, That's a look at that, that video yeah. that, that you saw on Twitter. Um, I don't know, some, some guy posted it. He posted it in the group. It, the, the stadium looks huge, but it also looks quite compact. It's like steep sides, very close to the pitch. I think it would... It, I'm not saying it's going to be light white out lane, but it seems like it's going to be quite intimidating for opposing fans and well, players. Well, it's a football stadium, isn't it? Wembley's not a football stadium, so um, I can understand why people who went, you know, enjoyed it. And you know, a couple of people said, you know, they're happy to have more cup games there, but I don't know. Really? There's obviously a moral quandary, but... I've got a question from John THFC. Sick guy he is. Uh, the whole FC crew are kneeling before the Gazig Niger. He's going to make your faces look like a builder's radio. Which one of your faces would make him climax first? None of us are that pretty, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. I think, I, I think Rick, Ricky's innocent eyes would, would, would do it for Gazig Niga. He's got a bit of a baby face, Ricky. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what are you saying it? there, mate? Well, Cherubic. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that how you pronounce it? Cherubic? Like what, and cherub- you think that Gazig Niga would be uh, finished off by a Cherubic face? Yeah, I mean, not literally an underage um, human being, <laughs> but... Are <laughs> yeah. we in part two of the pod already? Yeah, no, not really. Let's, let's, We've gone early. Let's carry on, let's carry on. Simon Cook on Twitter, he says, how do you make it up to your wife after telling her Spurs' third-choice goalkeeper is prettier than her? I um, wouldn't. I'll just say face the facts. Do you yeah, look at him. Move on with your life. Look at him. You will never, ever reach these... I think you'd agree. Can we talk a bit about his performance, though? Because... It was assured again. And I think, obviously, footballers, goalkeepers in particular in the modern game, are so often judged by how well they are as, as footballers as well as goalkeepers. You know, how, how well can they recycle play? How can they find, the defenders with, uh, find, find their defenders around them? Um, are they comfortable when they're being rushed by yeah. a, an attacker? And so far, in the two games yeah. that he's played, he's more than held his own he's in that regard. composed, he's confident. You could argue... Has he been tested? But then, then to test the keeper, he has to play 10, 15 games and then you get a, a greater understanding of the impact he has. But then you say, has Vaughan been tested? Well, yeah. And yeah, he's he's yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think as a nigger, um, you know, he's not Vaughan. So that's why his team's half decent. Do you, um, do you think he's our number two now? Would you, would you put him on the bench ahead of... Yeah, I, mean, so. I didn't understand Vaughan getting a new contract at all. It, it makes no sense to me. Um, he's out injured at the minute, officially. Yeah, he is injured. Yeah. Um, I think he probably is our number two, but... Um, yeah, just, just by default. Not, not by being that great, but he's, he's a number two. And I think... Did they give Vaughan a new contract over the summer? Did I imagine that? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Possibly. Probably, it's one of them things you read about and go, all right. Um, the, uh, Pochettino came out twice now, two, two games in a row, and, and gave him lots of praise. He said he was his man of match against... Who is it we beat? I can't fucking remember. Uh, Brighton. Yeah, it was Brighton. Yeah. And he said, obviously, he talks about the penalty saves now in 
important and crucial that was for Tottenham. What, what did you think of the format of just going straight to pens? Amazing, the best rule ever, and I'm yeah. not I'm not even joking about yeah. it. It's the best thing ever. Any any midweek competition should go straight to penalty. Because extra time, nothing. Nothing much happens in extra time. Nobody's going to say, oh, Zidane did that win in volley in extra time, wherever the fuck. But extra time is just put in the bin. Don't need it. I'm 100% behind that. I think there should be no... Extra time should be completely wiped out. Yeah. Um, And I don't give a shit about our penalties equalised. So what? You didn't win. If you were good enough, you'd have won in 90 minutes. You didn't win. Now it's settled by penalties. I I loved it. I did. And it was over and it was done and they could go to bed at a sensible time. Yeah. And if you're stuck in a stadium, like imagine being Milton Keynes and you've got to go back to London. And you think, oh, fuck, I've got half hour. I've pretty much got another hour in the stadium because, uh, you know, penalties and all that take that long. But um, Dele Alli was made captain. And it, it seemed like a kind of poetic thing to do because returning back to his old, old club. <laughs> he relished in it, I think. I yeah. thought he played very well. Yeah. I thought he was very controlled and very composed, did well to take sure. the penalty. Um, do you see him as a, a, a player with captain's uh, attitude? And I, don't, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's an incredibly likeable person. He carries himself really well. So you can say that he has... He's, he's got the, uh, the the mannerisms of a captain, I guess. Mm. The, the, you know, you know the way Kane uh, talks. Um, but, but he used to be so petulant, didn't he? It was almost like he didn't have the, the attributes. The things he was a kid, he was learning. He was he was super talented. He got targeted. <clears throat> that, that the, the fire in his belly at the time probably made him an even better player and gave mm. him a bit of a spark. And there's nothing wrong with that. But obviously, you have to nurture it. And you have to make sure that it doesn't uh, corrupt your, 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 your footballing abilities. You can look at Lampard, Gerrard, you can look at all these players, Skulls, dirty, dirty bastards. Yeah. Deli Alley is not a dirty bastard. No. That for a long time, he hasn't put in a performance where you think that was a bit naughty, that was a bit. I don't know if football's changed a lot since Skulls and Gerrard and, and the rest were played. But if anything, yeah, he's captain material, but. There's, probably not right now. I no. think in terms of the players at the club, there's a, there's a lot more experience and, 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 and players who are naturally better leaders like 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 Cade. But potentially for the future, yes. Have you tried um, Yeah, it's really spooky. Um, I mean, I think it's a few years off being a captain, but it was poignant, you know, in, in his hometown. Um, I did shudder when he took the penalty. <laughs> it wasn't the best penalty in the world, but it went Twice it, it yeah. wasn't the best yeah. penalty. So you did take the best penalty tonight. Fucking Lorente. Unstoppable. Oh shit, yeah, top corner. I just had to, yeah. had to kind of well, that was funny. He's useful, he can be useful. But I did watch it and I thought he shanked that and that was a mistake. <laughs> that was my. We uh... need to get into more penalty shootouts just to know that he's uh, still. Was Hull the last one? Or have I just blanked out? The, the whole, whole White Hart Lane? That's the one I was trying to think of on the way here, actually. It might because... be Basel. I don't know if Basel was a year before that. No, I think it was a year before. I'm sure. oh, I, I can't Hull. remember. We won the whole one as well, didn't we? We did, yeah, 9 8. 9 8. Um. <laughs> The, uh, what did, Harry Winks impressed me yesterday as well especially with the way we broke away for the second goal which we'll talk about in a second I thought Harry Winks played uh, very well I, I, I like him I like his attitude um, he never gives up I thought the Liverpool game was a baptism of fire for him um, and he still didn't give up he still kept you know doing the same passes whether they were low percentage or not um, I great love ball his out to Dembele isn't yeah. it for the goal I think he's the future captain more so than, than Deli Ali. yeah just needs to untuck that shirt it's a big thing for me. <laughs> so you've, met, you've met him once. The next time you meet him, just uh, he was lovely, yeah. lovely guy, very lovely. Um, yeah, I just I, I like the way he plays football. I like the urgency at which he's mm. and the speed at which he, he carries the ball. And and I, I think 
after he when he gets back up to match fitness, if he ever does, because I know he's going to have this chronic foot issue for for the rest of his career and probably the rest of his life. But if he can manage it in a way that enables him to reach anywhere near the form that he had going into that Real Madrid game last year, then we've got a really good, tidy little player there. Yeah, we do. And our fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, Aurier came off of an injury. That was, that was weird, wasn't it? Because we went down to 10 men because they would made our three subs. Then almost instantly, they get a player sent off. Yeah. Which was a weird one, I thought, because <clears> he missed. Well, we got a penalty, and I thought there's like this double jeopardy law where you couldn't get a, a red card and give a penalty away. But I looked into it. If there's no real attempt to play the ball and they're only playing the player, it can be a red card. Right. If a go- if a, if a player makes a clear, att- a clear attempt to, to to tackle the ball and he's kind of falls short, then it's it can't be a red card. Right. That was that's that's the rule there. So, so um, yeah, went went down to, to ten all. What do you think of Watford fans? It really irritated me. <laughs> I don't know much about them. What's happened? Have you upset them on Twitter or just in no, the No, no one's come come back. Just in the ground listening to them. They're a proper tra- trap league and you're some piece that was supposed to be at home. Is that, I don't mean, blame I, them for that. No, I don't blame them, but I'm like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're just following <laughs> our team. It's other people have fucked this shit up. Like, people are not working hard enough. Coked up builders. Not p- fucking putting bricks down quick enough. So, um, you know, I loved it. I love it when you get a little chip and then, obviously, Lamella went through, chipped the keeper and oh, silenced a lovely them. finish, wasn't it? Oh, so deft. And, uh, he is playing out of his skin at the moment. That's five and five, isn't it? Three, I think. Did he, he started up front. Yes, Dave Alfie Ward was right. Apologies to David Alfie Ward. <laughs> I said, oh shit, right. you know what he tweeted me and I had no idea what he was talking about. And I now know that that's what, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, massive apologies. He called it and uh, yeah, he did all right. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, what you, that's all you're getting. Um, opinions about Lamella at the moment? Yeah, I mean, he's on fire. Well, you, can't, you can't deny the stats and the performance. He's tenacious. It's that. It's a willingness to get the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, and he's got that who was it on the last pod actually said that he's because of the way we've been playing at the minute and we've been almost lacking something lacking that that kind of edge and he constantly brings that edge and he seems to be fit at the minute so you you want him in the team because something can happen yeah you know he can create something or or see an opportunity and he's he's 100 miles per hour and I, I can't Forget about. I know Ricky's obsessed about the thirty million. I think he's letting it go a little bit. Now. I think so. Uh, he's, he's struggling, but Eric is just forgetting about all the shit that we expected from him. You know, you can't deny that he doesn't have an impact. You just you can't. Yeah, you, you're lying to yourself. Get over it. You know, get over hard Brexit and the rest of the shit. Just fucking embrace the Argentine. I mean, after this goal against Brighton, I said he should be starting. A couple of people added me, didn't bother responding. I didn't bother responding because I said what I said. Yeah. Um, what do you mean, add you what? Well, I said um, after Lebanon's goal, he should be starting the same role. You know, it doesn't have an impact when he started. The gaps emerge later on in the game and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, in well, the attacking. Like, suck your mum. <laughs> I just thought, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. In my, my opinion on it is that there are, I think Lamella, Son and, and Lucas Moore, they're not going to start every game. Yeah, exactly. So when I say that he should be started, I don't mean he's going to start from now till kingdom come. Mm. Now, he's in the, now he's in the form of his first career so far. We have to strike on the iron top. And um, we'll get to Huddersfield in a minute. Ericsson's out. I think Lamella has to start. Has, yeah. to, has to start that game. Um He's in great form. He's got a lot of confidence. Son, still think he's getting his fitness back from from the Asia Cup. Um, Lucas Moore, I think he's kind of um, treading on Kane's toes a bit, and I think he probably needs to spell on the bench. So I think the men should be starting the next game. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, yeah, solid. Veedvacher on Reddit, he says, are you guys worried Poch isn't giving a youth a chance in the Carabao oh, Cup? Oh, uh, well, I think Walker <laughs> Peters no, can be hard done by a little, a little bit. I think... Um, well, Serge Aurier needs time. No, he, do, he does. He absolutely does need time. But Aurier's getting time in the league as it is, though. I mean, I think... I don't understand how we're using Walker Peters. Um, Could it be I think, he's just not good enough? Well, if it's not good enough, get rid. Why keep him in the team then? As a third choice backup. Well, that's silly. I mean, well, someone's got to be third choice backup. Well, just put, put Toby out of there, or there. If you if you really think that Walker Peters is that bad. Sell him and just have Older Railroad be the third tourist right back. It um, is, yeah. And I think with um, with Amos, we denied him a loan move, and he's not a sniff of the team since. I mean, does it make a difference? Yes, it is. Are they play or not? No, but it's little green shoots of confidence for these guys if they at least make the squad. Well, in Amos's case, at least make the squad. Yeah, I agree with that. Put them in the squad at least, but you, you again, we come back to what is the point of this cup? You stumble into the quarterfinals, then you start taking it seriously. Mm. Well, we're there, yeah. pretty much, aren't we? This is my point. It's, it, it, it's, <clears throat> it's a ridiculous cup competition. Like, I know we won our day at Wembley, and there's no denying the last time that we won it, it was glorious. And it, had we won it the, the last couple of times we got to the final and got dicked, it would still be glorious. I'm not denying that. But the way that you, as a manager, you manage and rotate to get it past whatever team you're facing, mm. it's it's... It's patchy. It's you know I, the team. Yeah, yesterday I don't know who, who, who. Again, I don't know if this was in the pub or on the previous pod, but <clears throat> you put out a team and it is. It's a second second string team yeah. of key players yeah. playing and missing. You're not going to get fluidity. You're not going to get a cohesive transition from the league fully the full strength league team no. to the, the cup. So you're 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 ready. Pushing yourself back in terms of momentum, you're you're you're, you're trying something out, and you think oh, high-level training. They should all know how to play with each other. But that first half was messy. Second half was open. I mean, Watford had one counter that they fucked up. Yeah, that was like wow. I mean, that was that was a huge moment for them, and they they, they screwed it up. So we could have quite easily lost that game, mm. and then we'd be saying, well, what was the point of playing? Why don't you just play the kids and be done with it? I, th- I think it's easy with hindsight, and I think it's easy to say he should play and he shouldn't play. But I think I, I, I do think enough to win, and I think that's all you do. Until I you think get at to this ball. stage of the season, it, like blood, blood and youngsters into that team doesn't really do anything for them. Might you know, a bit of experience show that they're valued. I think mean, more importantly is that we've got kind of eighteen players that are in around the first team, getting time, uh, getting on the pitch. Like imagine if Sissoko hadn't played that game and. We'd played someone else from the youth team in front of him. He'd done all right as well. He did, he did okay. Yeah, he did all right. You can't see T's face at the minute, but it was a picture. He did, he did okay. It wasn't. It was nothing. Aurier played well. I was happy for him to. I don't think it has to be you know as black and white as picking one over another. But um, I think there could have could have at least been. Somebody said um, I think Walker Peters perhaps could have started, but we won the game, so I guess it's um, it's academic. Um, I don't know I mean Soko's going to get his chance in the league Aurier will get a chance in the I league as will Wanyama so uh, Wanyama Wan- needs game time Sissoko needs game time absolutely absolutely but I just because um, Pochettino was was renowned for bringing youth through and now it's almost gone back at that but then it's, uh, it's, it's, high, it's higher stakes now we have to win something yeah I, I think when he came in he had the opportunity he had, no choice. he had no choice he had to have players he knew that would follow his instruction now he's got a first team first 14 15 
who are top quality players who can do that as well. He's not dealing with having Kabul, Adi Bayor, Aaron Lennon who are not willing to buy into this new philosophy. So um, it's just one of those things. Ultimately, it's about winning games, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Uh, what else we've got Liverpool and Man United are out um, obviously gives us an opportunity here obviously Man City is still there Arsenal still there I want Chelsea. them I want them Chelsea as well obviously I don't beat. want to play Arsenal yet it's I a bit want like fuck them it's, it's a bit like the Anthony Joshua thing I'd rather I'd rather face them a bit later I've got to go too soon just <laughs> you know wait a bit a bit, a bit of wear and tear fucking garbage Arsenal we are going to so destroy we. them we're not mate. We we're, are, not, we're, we're not garbage in... mate we're awful Okay. Um, no, I'll tell you what. The thing, <laughs> where, where, where I am with, with what I've said is that every week we get people saying, I mean, even Phil I've said, you know, why doesn't Poch do 4 2 3 1? Mm. Um, why doesn't Poch do this and that? I think that Poch has a right to try and change things season to season. He's in credit. It's not pretty as to watch some people have um, competed to AVB, but I think he just wants to try something else. I think eventually the players, the players will buy into it. Can we end our trophy drought? Possibly. This, is the, this will be the first decade since the Second World War that we've not won a trophy Blimey. if we don't win a trophy this season. Yeah, that's fucking, not good. It's fucking mental. We haven't had much, have we? No, because in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, we've won trophies this decade. We've not won one. It's, 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 it's fucking weird. But um, um, I, I, th- I think we can, but a lot, a lot of people say, oh, you know, why don't you prioritise this cup and that cup? It doesn't work like that. You've got to do it game to game. You know, just yeah. got to, you've got to get through the next game. It's not about That's saying, right. well... You can ever, anyone can ever prioritise League Cup. No, exactly. I mean, what, do you play Kane again last night? And then people say he's knackered for the Huddersfield game? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Callum Strutt on 94, he says, on Twitter, he says, it's scrappy when it doesn't work out. Um, it's scrappy, and when it doesn't work out, it's shit. But last night is why supporting Spurs is great. Right, well, I mean, I was, I was watching it, and I was like... When Lamella's goal went in, I was jumping up around yeah. like, like it was a goal in the Premier League in an important game. Because sometimes, the, you know, the, the storyline of a game plays out. You're not yeah. expecting much, and then it turns out to be an important game. And, you know, the fans in the, in the ground at MK oh, they, Dons, went they went crazy. That, that's what it's about, that, isn't it? That, that single moment is what football's about. Yeah, exactly. You, you hope your team is incredible. You hope your team steamrolls every team. And it gets to a point where even if you steamroll a Wigan, West Ham... Or, or Everton at home, it doesn't feel much. You, you know, you celebrate, you cheer, whatever. But it's that moment where you put the third past Arsenal or you get a last gas winner to qualify for the Champions League. It's all levels and you can't have that all the time because it wouldn't work. But last night, the game panned out and when, when Lamella scored that incredible goal, I think they were celebrating as much about the fact that we just turned this game around. Yeah. And, you know... I mean, imagine how Watford fans felt before they equalised. Yeah, they yeah. must have been absolutely gutted. And also the fact that the quality of the goal helped as well. Yeah. But, you know, it was um, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And even when your team plays bad... It, if you deliver moments like that where you can lose yourself a bit, that's what football's about. I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, us not playing at Wild Lane, um, football being sanitised, but no, no amount of time will ever kill moments like that. No, yeah. absolutely right. And exactly. doesn't matter where it is as well, does yeah, it? doesn't matter. Did you hear the, hear the kind of rumour that it's going to be open on the 15th of December? Against Burnley. Against Burnley, which is fucking lovely. Because I didn't want to open against Liverpool. I didn't want to open against Chelsea. I don't want to be the first game 
<laughs> the first game at White Hart Lane and destroyed. we get destroyed by amazing Liverpool side That's, fuck that I'm glad it hasn't opened in, on time I'm glad that Burnley is the side that we're going to face if they get it done in time do you remember the nerves about the final game at White Hart Lane yeah horrendous because when the fixtures was, was, fix was announced I yeah. thought fuck you look back and go, and go, yeah. come on come on man sort us out a better game than that well, I, I, had, I had it double and I went to both games at Arsenal, you're yeah. thinking, last time you ever play Arsenal Wild Lane, we dick you and we yeah. fuck them, right? And then the other one was Man United, you're yeah. thinking, well, Man United are going to have that over us as well. And we just, we were great that season. Aldeverald did an, an interview with XO, which is a part of, like, YouTube influencer, YouTube channel that was part of Ball Street, where I work. And um, last week, there was a FIFA 19 launch, and they interviewed Toby Aldeverald. They had about half an hour with him. And they asked him, what, what, uh, what's your favourite ground you've ever played in? And he says, undoubtedly, White Hart Lane. He said, it's incredible. It was so close. It's so tight. And that last season there, we just destroyed everybody. That, his <laughs> words. He was talking like a, a fan. It was like, yeah. we just destroyed everybody. And it was incredible. And it also, it also obviously made me sad as well. But, 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 it's because of the supporters, man. I know we, 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 we like to self-deprecate and we like to say we've got, I mean, every, every fan base has got an element that you kind of mm. dislike. But as, as a fan base in White Hart Lane, like we were untouchable when we were at our best. And if you look at the new stadium, it is built. Forget about the cheese rooms and all the shit that goes on it's built behind for the us. seats. It's, it's built for supporters. It is close yeah. to the field. It does feel there's a mock up. I think it's a it's like a PlayStation, um, not PlayStation, FIFA. Yeah, it's in there, isn't it? And they've got it, got it in there. And, and, and you look at it and you think, that, that looks like a traditional football stadium, just yeah. modernised. And I've, I've, got, I've, I've honestly got no worries about atmosphere going into a new stadium because I trust in the supporters. Yeah. I trust in the supporters. And the, 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 the team, I don't have to... I have faith in them full stop. But the way that stadium's designed, the supporters, we will replicate that... That, that atmosphere and gonna, and if the, we replicate that form we're, we're, we're fucking the minute you get off the train at White Hart Lane or you get your bus in you go to Seven Sisters you walk in you, you, it will be magical but you'll main, you'll, you'll, you'll reinvigorate or rebirth all of the traditions you had before whether that be going to the Bel Air be going to LT's in Silver Street or it, whatever it is that you do you'll be able to do that again at White Hart Lane and it'll look different it'll feel different but it'll be familiar yeah and that feeling of being back in Tottenham I am um, I'm, I'm starting to feel really excited about it again I've got I've kind of got over all of the, the, the like how fucked up it's been that you know, we haven't we've had to play at Wembley and we've had to play at MK Dons and it kind of feels like if this date is true the 15th is true then we've got something to hold on to and look forward to and it, it's only going to be true when the club say yes this is it but they're not going to do that that's yeah. all, are they? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't if I was them. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Can you imagine? No, they won't. They, I think their fingers have been burnt and they've learned, haven't they? But um, someone, I noticed on Twitter, got a refund for yeah, their um, season ticket. Yeah, he got the refund. I didn't get the full ins and outs of it. I think he did it on finance. So I think he may lose that money. I'm not sure. Someone who knows more about finance than me will probably say. But um, it's difficult to blame people. I mean... We're getting one nineteenth of our season ticket back, and then spending in some cases more than one nineteenth of our season ticket for for games. Really tickets, Liverpool yeah. game costs more than one nineteenth of my season ticket. Yeah, and um, it's a, it's a shit show. But 
I admire it. Some people say it's a bit drastic, but a lot of the times, I mean, I bleat on here, people bleat on social media, and they don't follow through. He, this guy actually followed through, and I respect him for it. You know, yeah, he's got, absolutely. He's got principles. It's the same with the Mora thing a few weeks ago. I mean, if you feel that strongly, do something about it. Take yourself away from the situation or just STFU, and I, I respect him for doing that. Yeah, uh, we've got Huddersfield at the weekend. We do indeed, yes. Um, not been great at all this season. I've um, I've been speaking to Matt, who, who I work with, who's a big Huddersfield fan, watches every game, season ticket, and all that sort of stuff. And he uh, he he's saying that they're giving... It's almost like the, the enthusiasm they had to be in the Premier League for the first year was what carried them through. Yeah. And now the second year has come, and, and that drive to do it is, is kind of not there. They've still got some decent players, Aaron Moy, especially in midfield, but he, he's like, Aaron Moy can't do this on his own, essentially. And um, he, he's fearful at the weekend, which doesn't mean that Spurs are going to go up and turn him over at all. For like last season. I, I think we will. But it'd be great. I mean, if you win this game, yeah. that's five out of seven games won in a, yeah. in, a, in a season we haven't started well in at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, Vorm, Aurier, obviously looks like he went off injured, so he won't play, but then Trippier would come back anyway. Big loss in Ericsson, his abdomen is injured. Um, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a tricky injury. You same, hope... His abdomen. But you hope that he's fit for Barca. It's pretty um, paramount. Pretty fucking crucial. Um... Although they got beat. They got yeah, beat Levante. by... Levante. Levante. Listen. Not only did they get beat, the, the team that beat them were bottom of the league. Yeah, it's not... What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? I swear to God, I swear to on, on my mother's life, Messi is going to say I'm injured for this game, I can't do it. <laughs> I can hope not, I want to see him. He's definitely going to come out and go... He's, he's, his arsehole's gone I can see it the way he was swanning around the pitch like, yesterday against Levante he was like I don't fancy that game I do not fancy Tottenham like, he's thinking he's sitting there he's thinking Davinson Sanchez is going to have my arsehole <laughs> he's going to have me up the air um, get, get you in alive <laughs> he, uh, like, if you had a choice would you rather Messi play or not play I'd rather you play because when we beat them we can say we beat a team with Messi yes. and Arsenal never could yeah exactly yeah I mean um Obviously, I want to win the game. I think the Inter Milan defeat kind of... From the Inter Milan result point of view, I'd probably rather we didn't play, but I think we need to win that game now because it's a home game and we need to get points on the board. We, but, we 100% have to get a point. Yeah. I think if we I lose think if that we, game, we're done. If we beat Inter Milan, that was a free hit, but it is what it is. But no, I, want, I want to see him play. I want him to play. Absolutely. Fair enough. What, what, what side would you put out against Huddersfield? Would you risk dropping... Uh, not dropping, resting a few more players... You know, I would you play out of Erod? I or, think he, yeah, I think or, he will. I think he will change. Do you think he'll play Sanchez and Vertonghen rather than yeah, out of Erod and Tottenham yeah. and uh, Vertonghen? Yeah. No, I think he'll play. I think he'll play a standard team. The only place where I can well, really, I think um, the the three behind Kane there might be changes there. Um, if Eriksen injured, maybe be, maybe Lamella will get the start. Um, the two in front of the defence. Um, Will, will Winks start the game? Mm. Dembele will likely start, so it'll probably be Winks and Dembele. Mm. But I think the back five will, will likely be Vertonghen and Nardavarold with... Um, Dyer's going to come back in, should he? Yeah. I know, no, he's not, it's not, he's not happening for a minute at the moment, is it? No, but... Um, don't he's know, a bit some, some of the criticism he's getting, I mean, I'm, I'm the first to kind of go, go in two foot as a player, but mm. I don't know, what, I don't know what, what's wrong there. Yeah, um... I mean, there's a good question here to you put this in. Is, is the result more important than the performance? Always. I, I, I'd say so. I think the, I think given 
you know, the, the circumstances of our, our form at the minute. You, well, yeah, I mean, uh, which is fairly decent. It, our form's decent. Our performances probably aren't that decent. Right, so yeah. getting the results and, and with Barca, yeah. Huddersfield, not that you'd be happy with dropped points there, but you'd rather win the Barca game for many obvious reasons, not just for what it would do to galvanise the the, yeah. the the morale, but because we need us three points and it would it would completely flip that group. Uh, because at the minute people are probably expecting us to finish third. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, as I said earlier, Pochettino is trying something different. Um, it's had a mixed reaction. We've not look as, looked as fluid, but I think it's just important that we get points on the board, I'd say. I mean, there are going to be moments it looks a bit turgid, but we've just got, we've just got to get the win. And I feel the players will come around and click with what Pochettino wants them to do. I don't think we're far off. Honestly, I feel it's it kind of it smells of... A kind of early season stuttering um, that, that many people have. You know, look at Man United and what's going on there. That's a fucking drama. Um, anyway, look, it's, it, it, you'd expect us to go up and beat Huddersfield. We've got more than enough <coughs> to do that. Yep. And anything less than a win, <coughs> unless we get absolutely stiffed or we just can't get the ball in the net and we have 50 chances that just don't go in, I think would kind of be very disappointing. Um, we've got a question uh, from new, uh, News and Articles, a question from uh, Chev and Chelios on Reddit. He says, Gillen Balliger has added a chapter to his potch book. Uh, I don't know anything about this. I didn't no, even know this existed. Was, I, th- I thought this was banter. I didn't realise it was real. So no, what would you make of it? And what- there's, there's a new chapter in his book, and I think Pochettino kind of intimates that he may want to leave at the end of the season. Um, I think it's probably linked to his comments after the end of last season and then us getting no players in. Um, was that when it was written? Uh, like what's Gillen Balligan doing here? Like, what's his motive? I've, I've got like, you wrote the books, you've got all the access, and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to fuck him a bit more. Well, it's a very strange decision from Pochettino to... Grant the shit. To, to do the book. Um, I, I don't know, I think... Um, I, I do feel it's the end of a cycle. Maybe not for Potter, for some players it's yeah. the end of a cycle. I'm, I'm amazed, because he actually said in the book that... I think I think it's another part of this new chapter in the book that you know there's a few players who wanted to go and they're all still here. Yeah, I mean we can we know exactly who they are. Um, he also said though recently that he would never uh, turn his back on Tottenham. Um, he wouldn't leave or ask to leave uh, and, until he, he felt he wasn't wanted anymore, or until he completed his what, what he wants to. So you know it would, what, what, what's going to be good for in terms of Gillen Balligar he's looking at he's not a Spurs fan he doesn't give a shit about us really obviously so he's looking at it and he's thinking well I could write a tractor, a tractor about Pochettino saying how much he loves Spurs and how much he wants to stay at the club and build something good sell. of course it doesn't sell because Pochettino says it every game pretty much <laughs> or I can write about him leaving and cause a bit more like oh fuck I've got to read this chapter so, we, we you know, need a trophy lads we say every season I think that will cement a legacy and, and these players that we love and we adore have something that solidifies them in history mm. like forever and uh, a cup final will do that. So, uh, Champions League, thanks. Well, yes, yeah, nice. we, uh, we, we tweeted an article about Ryan Mason, uh, about him, he, he wrote an article for ESPN talking about, he talks a lot about his career and about going through his career and also obviously about the injury and the severity <clears throat> of it and it's, you look at it back now and he looks like obviously he's in pain he's fucked obviously but he's you, you don't understand the severity of the stuff that he went through and his recovery and, and what he's got going on and, and the, the work that had to be done in repairing his skulls it's madness so if you want to have a read of that that interview 
on Twitter, we tweeted it last yesterday. And, you know, look, scroll through. We don't tweet that much, so scroll through, have a look. Um, it's this lovely kind of artwork, comic book art, artwork about Ryan Mason. So, have, did you boys manage to get through it or not? Did you read it at all? I've only read the headlines. Okay, well, <laughs> just, just, that, yeah, have, just have, a, have a look. But, um, but no, I mean, it seems like um, he's building a little niche for himself in the, in the media. Yeah. Um, you know, got a lot of time for Mason. I think he represents early Pochettino, you know, very well, you know, stuck to his instructions. Mason and Bentaleb, weren't it? Yeah, I remember when he had to start against Arsenal, people were kind of people had raised eyebrows, but he came for that game pretty well. And, um, yeah, I think he's a bit of a cult hero, I'd say. Uh, we've got some questions. The Zen Spurs on Twitter says, Team Lutanio was, uh, wasn't very good, but he's a legend because he once pointed at a clock. Uh, which player who is not good enough for Spurs would you still want to sign? I would love Troy be Balzini. Um, I've got an exception to that. I thought I thought Timo Tanio at the time was more than adequate. He wasn't incredible. But that 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 was question sort of loaded like he wasn't good enough. The the, the point in the, well, he's the not Sissoko, is he? No, fuck no. <laughs> Jeez, I mean t- now I would take Timo Tanio over as fucking Sissoko. <laughs> uh, I do love Troy Dini. I think he's. Um, He's uh, he's just he talks like a fan. He is a fan, you know. Yeah, we, I love him. He, he's flawed. He's flawed. He's human. He's um, a human being. Yeah. A lot of people say, well, you know, he talks like he's this and he's that. He's just talking from his heart. And if and if, and if talking from his heart doesn't appeal to to you, then that's, that's obviously fair enough. He's an I antidote like to the modern game. Absolutely, hundred percent. And he's self-aware as well. Like he knows his limits, his limitations. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's one of those players where. He, he, if we signed him, it'd be like a Dempsey. He'd just be eclipsed yeah. by everything around him. You know, Dempsey was fucking amazing for Fulham. Yeah, he thought we've got a player here. He was a big fish. Yeah, and he, he struggled at Tottenham. And I think. Well, you look at you look at Troy Dini's drive and his ability to self. Uh, what do you call it? Reinvent himself yeah. uh, and, and and about work ethic. He, he is a good example to, to yeah he's been at Watford but I remember when he was much younger and people were talking about so even Spurs got linked for a bit with Troy Deeney yeah. I was at seven or eight years ago <sighs> um, he's he's outlasted every strike partner <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. had at Watford and there's yeah. been some good ones there someone's yeah. had great seasons Igalo, um success he's doing really well he scored last night um, but it's, he's his work ethic that kind of gets him through and I stop keep plugging work and stuff but there's a great interview with him on XO where he talks about uh, he talks about his, his irritation of Arsenal and what kind of club they are at and uh, you talked about um, smashing up Sanchez as well that kind of stuck in my throat a bit smashing up Sanchez yeah oh, he did oh, he. Sanchez uh, yeah, well look mate he did he bullied him and I, I think that uh, uh, the, all of, I, I like Sanchez I really do I think he looks like a 20 year old a very good 21 year old prospect I think his physical strength isn't there at the moment. It will be though. He, he will be. He needs huge to, for Tottenham. He needs, he needs some peds. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I think it just needs to know how to shift his weight. Yeah, it's, ten, it's not about ten. it's not about someone being bigger than you. It's about knowing how to how to adjust your body. Yeah, but he, need, he needs off. to be able to technique, back it up, isn't it? Though, because yeah. Cannavaro would always do it. He had yeah. incredible technique and shielding the ball. And, mm. um, yeah, you're maybe right there, and that will come with training. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean. I'm trying to think of players who are like Troy Dini who I'd want that Spurs, but they're all actually pretty good. I mean, I love Pogba, but Pogba's fucking amazing. So it's not really worth saying someone like him. Yeah. May, may, I'll just say Belassi for the sake of answering the question. Belassi. I like him. I mean, he's, he's had a few interviews and he seems like a down-to-earth guy. Should and I do it again? 
I interviewed him. He's lovely. <laughs> he's so funny. He's, so he's, funny. He's quite like it. Lovely guy. Um, any, any, any no, I'll go with Deeney off the bench. Yeah. You know, because we've got nothing off the bench. Can you imagine him, of... him for Spurs coming on against Arsenal? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That, oh, that, oh, my God. God. How much there do you, you think, go. Look, with... what, what do you think his transfer fee would be to, to Troy Deeney? How 15. much do you think he costs? Yeah, 15. I'll say, yeah, I'll say 15. All right, here's a fucking shout. Him as a backup to Kane. We get rid of Lorente Janssen. We use that money to sign Deeney as a backup. I think it would look, it would end pretty badly. But it'd be funny. <laughs> Be funny, but I don't think he'd be any better than Lorente. I don't know. I think he would. No, well, maybe right. I don't. Know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, that's a good question. Um, Watson THFC says, "Why does everyone on the pod uh, use every bad thing a player?" Well, all right. Let me see the answer. This. I'm asking this from because I wanted to leave Windy out because we. Where's <laughs> Windy? Actually, answered him. All right. Okay. Fair enough. What does everyone on the pod, Windy, use every bad thing a player does? Trippier as proof of why he's shite but every good thing he does is one good thing they're stubborn fucks oh what you're talking about people having agendas about certain players who's who's your who's your who's your agenda who's your player that you'll go to hate hate hatred it changes it changes a lot right now (laughs) right now it's Vaughn Vaughn alright and I always said that Vaughn was the most handsome man in our team but now he's dead to me who's Um, Gassin is we 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 all agree on Vaughn though have you got any other irrational hatred and it can't be Sissoko because I think again there's uh, another one Trippier I know you said that Trippier (laughs) I don't know whether I hate anyone in the the team but the thing is it's not not hating them as people hate might be the wrong word just yeah irrational dislike go on I I I just think Trippier's limited man but yeah but to be fair, he has improved so much since coming to Tottenham. As has Ben Davis, and I just, I just, I just think he's limited. Well, ben but da- Adam, Adam uh, Alex has a thing about Ben Davis. Well, no, if he was vindicated. But it, what is it? That's what I'm saying. Is it about being right well, and then going on Twitter and explaining how right you are? It's is that because that's what it feels like. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm on here to say to say what I think. I could, I could. Say yes, well, sure. you know, um, well, Trippy is not the fastest, but he does this, that, and the other. And Davis is a good, honest player. But I'd rather just say that they're shit. It's a shorthand. <laughs> Why am I going to spend twenty minutes explaining his strengths and weaknesses when I can just say it's crap? Uh, there you go, Watson. That's what it is. We can't be fucked to fully explain. It's boring. Well, they're all, they're, the they're, podcast is long enough. They're yeah, all elite it? players, right? All they do them. something that none of us will ever. And everybody playing in the Premier League, practically everyone, they are at the pinnacle of. of, of of a career as a footballer, right? You can't dispute that. It's not... I mean, no player is shit. Yeah. But then when, obviously, you're comparing quality pound for pound, then players are better than other players. And yet you can't escape the fact that Trippier, pound for pound, when you try to line him defensively to other players, you see there's there's a bit of a gap in quality. Yeah. Going forward, set pieces, deliveries... Amazing. Can we compensate for him at the back is the question. Can the team compensate? Is there synergy there that allows him to get away with not being great? Yeah. I remember Walker used to get dog's abuse. He did. Dog's abuse. Yeah, still and does. That, <laughs> and he still does, Gareth, exactly. Gareth Bale did. And the thing is, play, yeah, players, in, in those, especially in those defensive positions, you remember their mistakes, much like you remember the mistake of a goalkeeper. Yeah. A striker could... I don't know, have 10 shots and three, four are wild, mm. you will instantly forget about them because when they score... All's forgiven. It all, all's forgiven. So this is just football, man. Everyone's got their own unique perspective. Everyone sees <coughs> things and likes things about players that are different. He's not as bad as 
we in inverted commas make out he is. Oh, but no, of course not. It's not he can but... be improved on. If you if you listed all our players and said who can we sign to replace, there'd be maybe three or four players in the squad that you think we can do better than this. Um, yeah, I just think the way Pochettino wants to play, Davis and Trippier are not cut out for definitely for not. that. That's yeah, the... that is the truth. And, and, and the weird thing is, I don't think Pochettino would agree with you. Well, you want someone who's quick and can get get around. The opposite, the opposing fullback can push the team back. I don't think Davis and Chippy did that. They're functional, but I don't think they're people who get up and down the pitch as much as say Rose and Aurier or Rose and Walker did. Um, can you read the question three? Because as you've been talking, I've read it twice, and I'm yeah. like, I can't get my head around what been, what's been said. Yeah, you can skip it and go to the well. last question. No, no, well. on, I want you to t- say it because <laughs> I can't. Okay, lads at Spurs on Twitter says you spend three months with hands for feet and feet for hands. Do you embrace your weird new interim life? Dishing that bitch kicks to those who laugh, <laughs> or do you wear gloves in your feet and shoes in your hands to hide the monstrosity? In the three months, you'll have a job interview and get married. So. So you're in a job interview and normally you put your hands in your desk to make a point, mm. but your hands are feet. And <laughs> you're getting married and, you know, those of us, well, I'm, I'm not married, but I'd imagine it's the biggest day of, of a girl's life in, in a lot of cases. And you're going to ruin the pictures with um, tiny-ass feet and hands like I don't, Jennings. I don't know. It's, it's a good question. I, I, I haven't got a brain capacity. I'm really tired. I haven't got a brain capacity to give it the justice it deserves. But can I just say I went to a wedding the other day? Went to a wedding the other day. And? You know those weddings you hear of where the best man makes terror horrendous? Oh, I've been there. I've seen it. I've not been there myself, but I've seen... Mate, I've was... not been the best man is what I meant to say. Yeah, I, I was sitting there listening to this... Um, uh, T, do you need to go, by the way? No, no. Are you sure? Okay. You're good. Uh, I, I was sitting there listening to this best man speech, and I didn't know the people. I went with my missus as her plus one. And I wanted to kick his ass. Oh, fuck. The shit he came out with, I was like, this is supposed to be your mate. And you're putting over a few laughs with the people, you're you're the stag, (laughs) essentially the stags, over the fucking feelings of his missus and they're... That's not good, man. That is not not your mate, first (laughs) off. That's not what's... Imagine one of you lot doing that to me. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) But no, I I just think you've got a bit more mature. Funny. Exactly. Yeah. Just ruined your life with your marriage. Mate, he wouldn't be my best. I would have fucking killed him. It's terrible. Anyway, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, uh, Rorick on Reddit, he says, you're at a party full of current Spurs players. One of them comes up to you, introduces them and says, I'm a regular listener to the podcast and I listen to All Ray, All Ray End. I'm, I'm one of the 30%. Which player saying that makes you the most mortified? Mortified? None of them. The only, the only thing I have is the shit we said. About Janssen. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Janssen's tough. That would have been hard a long time ago about Harry Kane. We made—I I think it was me actually—made some stupid joke, horrible joke that I'm not going to repeat because it's not worth it. But I, I said something about Kane. I just actually Kane and his relationship with his missus. I, I thought was funny at the time, but wasn't. Uh, so I'd be mortified if I met Kane because I know that him and his brother previously have listened to this podcast. Um, I'd be so chuffed though. I, I love it. I love it when when. When, when we go do the live shows and people say, I like, listen to the end. Mm. Uh, or, or someone tweets us and says, I yeah. always listen to the end. I, I, that's lovely. Really humbling and a lovely thing to hear. So if a Spurs player did it, yeah. like, you know. I don't think I'd be that mortified. I mean, I talk a lot of shit about Trippier as I've done just now. But if you listen, if you listen to the pod, I'd be like, well, look, you know, I've, just, I've got to give an opinion. I think ultimately, though, is... you They're, they're fucking footballers. They think of a fucking what some... Dickhead yeah, Spurs fans exactly. say about them. 
you know, they're, they're in a bubble and they're, they're doing incredible things and doing things with the football that I could never do. Exactly. So why are they going to give a shit about my they opinion? Won't, they won't. No, they won't. So but they might do some. Some uh... Robbie Savage apparently used to uh, <laughs> used to go on forums yes. with fake aliases and, and write positive. Like almost like a propaganda. Oh, Robbie so Savage. insecure. Seriously, but, but, that's unnecessary. But it is unnecessary, and but I don't think you should look at him and laugh at him for that. It's like he's got a like that. What mind space is he in where he needs to? He, needs he, to, he probably he probably knows the criticism is, has valid validity. Validity, in, yeah, in, yeah. In terms of you know critiquing his ability. I mm. mean, he was a absolute prick of the football. <laughs> but he's effective, wasn't he? Effective. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe Tim Sherwood, if you're going to go past and present, if you listen to the pod, I'd be like, it would be a bit awkward. Yeah, it would be I mean, awkward. Imagine if, like it, yeah. huh? imagine if he was a fan of the pod, like, a well, exactly. I'd be like, you know, what you guys said about me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I would, uh, I would be curious about how many, of the, or if any, of the, of the Spurs players that have, have listened to it. Genuinely, don't think they have the time or the botheredness. They, they, they've got their doctor, uh, mm. their Dre Beats headphones. Yeah, I mean, they probably got, they probably have. The degrees of separation are so little now that because there must of, be a friend of a friend of a friend who knows a player and says, "Oh, listen to this," and he probably just. Had it on in the background and just not really paying much attention to it. So we we knew that Harry Kane listened to it because we tried to get Charlie Kane, his brother, onto the podcast uh, through I can't remember it's through someone on Twitter who's DMing him, and uh, he said, oh, "We know we know the podcast because after Harry played well, this is in his first season, uh, we listened to it. So not <laughs> not just like not every week, but if we scored a brace, they'd mm. listen to it. Hear us waxing lyrical about Harry Kane now. Incredibly, is in the car because at that point he was probably still he was going through. Like, yeah. it seemed like he scored two goals a game. Yeah. for fucking ever. But, but but Kane was almost like in this weird place where he was breaking into the footballing world. <laughs> yeah, so he probably still felt normal when he was still perceived as this this yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then, but now he's probably just too. Uh, too busy, too, yeah, of course. Too, too big to listen to. All right, pod. we're going to end it there. Thank you very much, Spooky and T. Like um, the Fighting Cock is sponsored by Fansbet. If you're at the end here, if you're one of the thirty percent, uh, then you're more likely, much more likely, in fact, to. All right, Charlie and Harry, how you doing? Mate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can afford to go on Fansbet. Uh, sign up for Fansbet. Uh, sign up for account. Uh, for, select the drop, uh, the drop down Fighting Cock, and we will make something very special happen for someone out there I think it's about time when we start finding the right people that might be up for this um, I don't know what the process would be if you know anyone listening to this right now if you know someone you think they need a good they, 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 it could even be connected to you they don't have to be Spurs fans but someone connected to a Spurs fan and think they've had a tough time with it let us know who they are and why and we'll use the money that's been raised out of this to do something good for them it has to be around Tottenham but yeah, so it's, you know, it might be. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, we can figure something out. But um, yeah, let us know. Editor at thefightingcock.co.uk, uh, and, and yeah, let, send us a message and we'll, and we'll, uh, we'll get on with sorting it out. Thank you very much, and Cheers. we will see you on the day before we play Barcelona. Oh, we-
bitch, you don't see box. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mommy. Ha ha, fighting cock, and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat face and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini, sucking willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13 year old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.